person encouragement. Y'all stay focused. Y'all keep working hard. Believe in yourself. Prove everybody that doubts y'all wrong. Show up every day. Stay pure. Keep your hardcore pure. Stay motivated. Stay inspired. Show love to your people. Remember. Hello, hello, hello. It's Cotton in the Rocket Ship. I'm your host, Lennox Mars Jr. This is season two, episode 25. And the name of this episode is called Tribute to Nipsey Hustle. Um I was uh I'm gonna use Nipsey Hustle his life, it is his memory is a framework of um what I want to talk about today, and that's um starting where you are. The very first time I ever met or I saw Nipsey Hussle in uh, live in concert was actually Howard Homecoming, and um, this was probably around 2008-2009. He was at Howard Homecoming and he was uh, performing, and I thought it was um, interesting that a guy from the West Coast came all the way over this side, um, you know, being uh, in the, like the D.C. Maryland area, which is a, a very rough area, coming all the way on the East Coast. This time he was independent. He didn't really have too many guys with him, and um, it, the performance was okay, um, be honest. But what stood out to me was um, what he spoke on about how university being a historically black college. And um, us maintaining the legacy of being, um, of having our own spaces and our own things to be a community. And when he said that off, when he walked off stage, that, that, that kind of stuck with me. So I, I began to like consume his music. And he was one of the guys that I, I continued to listen to as motivation and still do listen to as motivation to continue my endeavors and um given the right circumstance nipsey hustle could have been um in charge of a, a fortune 500 company he, he, he's definitely a ceo caliber guy like there's no different between him uh a warren buff and uh, elon musk the only thing is that he had to start from um the basement right he had to start from ground floor and he always said something about taking the stairs, um, which is what I do now, strictly independent. I put my money up and um, you start from where you are and each step that you, you, you walk and you climb, you learn from it. But once you get to the top of, or when you get to your destination, no one can remove you from that destination because you took the stairs. You didn't. You didn't take the fast way up. You you put yourself in a position where you know every step and every uh, level that you need to go where you need to go. And to be honest, um, it it hurt me when he when he died. It um, which I, I kind of found rare, and I had to do some soul searching of why. I felt that way because I never even felt that way with Tupac, right? And Tupac was um, iconic as well. 
but I guess I was a little bit older, I mean, a little bit younger, and when he, when he died in 96, 97, it, I was probably still young, right, my, my real inception of hip-hop was probably in the 1999, like, around 99, when I really started aligning hip-hop with my life, and to find somebody like, um, him, um, which I mean, Nipsey Hussle, is, it was interesting, because he come from a similar um, background, how we came, how we grew up, right? He grew up in this like this 1980, where you're just consuming a lot of information. You, you experience the crack era. You experience gangs. You you experience a lot of things that's happening in real time, and you don't quite yet have the ability to process it. But you and you you kind of have to learn on the fly. You have to learn things the hard way. And um, if God spared your life, you would make something out of it. And to be honest with my audience, I, and I, I, I said this to my aunt and I said this to my um, my fiance and my mom, is that I never thought I was going to make it past 21, um, just to be honest. So I never really had plans. I never really had a... a a fully functional plan until after the age of 21 because I, I didn't think I was going to be here and um, that's why I say like in my, my rap piece rap was supposed to give us something and it, it does certain rappers give us something but I, na- I was able to navigate the streets and navigate uh, business or find motivation in the music that I listened to and rap was was one of the vehicles that helped me get to one of my endeavors, especially um, watching independent artists like a Nipsey Hustle, a Jay Z, a Jay Prince, uh, a Birdman from Cash Money, a Master P. Um, these people are uh, to me is is how I I framed, and even a Dame Dash is how I framed my steps right and if they could do it I can do it and and that's how I was able to um, make the transition is that, is that it starts from within and um but going back to the piece of why it, it hurt me so much is that um I saw myself in him right it's like you you grow up in a place that that needs guidance you need it needs some discipline it needs some correction and uh, and he was making a way to employ his people like he was doing the right things he he employed felons he employed ex-gang members he employed uh, he bought um, a staple in the neighborhood where black people were getting chased out you know, like the the police would come and and move you away for selling your CDs or selling your shirts or your your socks because you you don't have a quote unquote permit from the city to sell merchandise. And I think that's like systemic as well too, is that because these guys could be doing um a lot worse than selling CDs and socks and shoes. They're trying to find a way. He, he had a story where he um, 
he got chased out of that same lot that he was able to purchase. And the irony is in the, not even the irony, but the, uh, the cruel, it was a, it's almost like a cruel joke is that he was killed on his own property, which he was a boon for the community he, that he lived. And every, and not for nothing, every young black man majority is that they do things with the intent of, of when I get on, I'm going to buy my mom a house. I'm going to help my people. I'm going to put my... You always want to help your community. Like, I'm going to give something back to the, the, the community. I'm going to give back to the community. And and that's the intention. And for someone to actually do it, and you see it being executed, um, and it to be robbed, I, f- I felt robbed, um, to be honest, because he was integrating, um, he was creating smart stores, he was integrating uh, QR codes and um, content in the tags of his the clothing, the fabric of the clothing. Um, he was working on very cutting-edge things, uh, incubators, tech incubators for um, urban entrepreneurs, barbershops, eateries, the clothing, the music. He was trying to uh, create a fully autonomous and integrate a lot of the, the 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 assets and a lot of the talent that we have in in our neighborhoods and, and to hone that into something that we that could be prosperous prosperous and lucrative and he employed his people he employed the women to work in the beauty salons he employed men to work in the barbershops he employed ex-felons to work in the stores um man i i, I feel you feel cheated and I think that's one thing that we really have to curb in our community like really address and that's um and it, it, it I always I often say that um the the hood is like poison right or it's like a mother that eats its young it it, it gives birth to you it gives you the strength it gives you the the instincts to to be to be great but then it it can also turn on you at the drop of a hat and it's it's cruel and um like i just recently started listening to his music and um and um i still feel some type of way about his death to be honest and 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 what's sad is that i've um I kind of grew a callus to um, to people dying because um, I went to, to to school in North uh, in at my high school. Well, out of the, the crack era, right? I went to middle school, elementary and middle school during the '90s, and that was like in the heart of the crack era, especially in North New Jersey. And then I started high school in 2001 and so I call that the Dipset era this is when like the gang stuff exploded and I lost a lot of friends I literally probably between 2001 to 2005 my senior year I probably went to over 20 funerals 
and I'm not even gonna it's not even a joke and um, so you develop this callus and and not for nothing it, it's it's strange when the uh, the funeral director from from uh, Perry's um, could, could remember your face and so this is what I'm talking about like the callus that you you build up but this one got through and it, it made me reflect and think about that we have to stop doing this to ourselves as well because I, I can talk about um, all the injustice and, and, and things that's systemic but when we lose real ones like this it um, it's magnified because it's almost a statement to say that we we accept our condition right despite that we lost somebody that was um uh, you know I'm a Bible my, my sister called me a Bible thumper but when you see somebody uh walk in that Christ path right you know like the, the parallels and um to be taken so soon it's just and that man had kids. The man had children. The man had a wife. Right? And he was able to uh, to give back to his community. And um, we just have to reevaluate some things, man. We 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 really do. We we can't hurt our our champions right we shouldn't hurt anybody in our community but the champions right the people that can change the trajectory of their life um like for example Jagger Hoover talks about the fear of a black messiah and and that's why he was so um adamant of getting Marcus Garvey deported right he was so adamant to get Garvey deported because he was able to galvanize so many black bodies to um, to donate to the, the uh, Pan-African movement. And um, up to this day, we haven't had a, a movement that large in the United States. But I say this to say that um, the black messiah is real. Um, it's not just one there's this you know to walk in the past of uh, the path of crisis is um, it's a heavy it's it's definitely a cross to bear but we we can't we can't be the ones to to hurt our, our champions right Malcolm gone Martin gone Garvey deported we, we, we have to protect our champions yeah we, we do because look how that look how influential this one man was right or just just take in into the microcosm of look how influential one 
person is to their families if they're able to graduate from college or they're able to figure out a way to make themselves employed, right? Because then you can scale it. And with, with the internet, you can, you can scale it and you can replicate it on a small scale. When you understand um, when you understand scalability that this can be replicated, right? This is not just a flash in a pan. It it um man it, it, it hurts, man. It hurts. Because I, I saw myself First of all, I, I, I tracked this trajectory, but I, I really did see myself as being true to your word, being respected, being a man of respect, loving your community, giving back to your community. Why would you want to hurt something like that? You know, like that's just it's just selfish. It, it, it's selfish. I had nothing. To, I have nothing to gain from Nipsey Hussle, right? But I can I could have pre I appreciate him because he's doing things in the community that can be replicated, right? You can see somebody and you can just look at him and say, okay, that's how you do it. It's almost like playing basketball or something or a sport where you see somebody do something for the real time in real life, and you're like, oh, it can be done. That's all you need sometimes. It's just to, to set your eyes on it to say that it's possible. That's why somebody like a Jay-Z is important or to, to watch somebody, right? This is not like a, a, a not a figment of your imagination, right? You don't have to to to, to take it out of out of your mind's eye and then try to reconstruct it or because you don't have anybody to see the vision. You can literally touch, feel, um feel the fabric on the clothes right and then you can hear the music and then you see it manifest before your eyes it's amazing to watch someone do it at a high level and it lets you know that it can be done and it can be done in your space right it doesn't have to be just music it, it can be anything Man, he'll he'll be uh, he'll be missed, man. It's it's two years, but you know, it all comes full circle with us as a community, right? We we have to protect that because he was doing um, wonderful work, and it seems like every time when someone is doing some sort of good in our community, they're they're um unfortunately tragically struck down and we we have to curb that we have to curb that this can't be the wild wild west right we have to have rules and this is why i keep saying that our independence is killing us right it is there was a professor i can't remember her name she said that um to go at, at to go at this alone economically spiritually 
and to go at at, at this independently is um is economic suicide and um it is it is as much as we can say we don't need our communities we do we need a community to shelter us when we fall there, there's tons of of, uh, of examples why we need our community right but the community can't turn on us because this is the question that we have to ask ourselves um, when we become educated or when we garner some success we and I, and I spoke about this in the, the Black Elite piece, is that when we, when we do have the success, the, the, the logical conclusion, right, when you make these decisions is that you can't stay. You're not supposed to stay, honestly. When you look at the trajectory of every single um immigrant population that came into the United States, whether it be the first wave immigrant, second wave immigrants, there, there's several waves of immigrants that's that you learn in history class and each one of them, they stay for a certain amount of time and they leave and they, they fund their own communities and their own um, places to live. Right? The hood is not a place to stay, but you know, being um, being the people that we are, sometimes it, it we try to build or make a good thing, well, a bad thing good, and 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 we try to make the hood palatable, right? We try to make it as as comfortable as possible, but maybe it's not a place to be comfortable to to uh, to be comfortable in. And so as a person, you, you go back, right? And I, and I always say this, like, a person like Harriet is, is amazing to me, right? Is that you go back. You want to give some breadcrumbs. You want to give because it's the mentality. It, it's not the money. It's the mentality first. Is that you want to instill a mentality into the kids and into the, the people that's there that you can make it out right you have to just believe it and then you have to discipline yourself in order to 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 get out of there right especially if you don't have the community backing backing you is that you you have to work twice as hard because the environment is not as good as your your mental has to be stronger than the environment and then then you're able to manifest some good out of it because it's almost like building up credit it's it's over time but for, to see somebody do the things that you want them to do, right? We challenge our celebrities. We challenge our educated to go back and give back to the hood. And here you have someone who does it and then they get killed. It, it hurts, man. It hurts. Because I was taught never to be afraid of your own people. Never rob poor people. Give when, give when you can. You know, this is this is these are tenants from from my family creed. And so when you when you give back, right, 
willingly with your own time, your own energy, your own money. I took his death personal because we, we can't do that. There's rules to that. can't we we can't do that this is nothing this has nothing about do about the police this has nothing to do with your mayors your elected officials and and the people who your 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 law enforcement agencies they treat you how and and this is what i want to tell my audience is that are is there some systemic issues of course is there racism of course But remember what the mentality said in my last piece with the black elite piece was that the woman said it herself, Dr. Miles. She said that class trumps race. So we we, we have to we have to start with the mentality. People can't. And and one thing I realized in, in, in my short 34 years of life is that people will treat you just how you allow them to treat you individually and that happens and that pours in as a community Martin said that a man can't ride your back if you if your back's not bent a man can only ride you if your back's bent. We have to stand up right. We we have to we have to address it. We have to address a lot of this stuff. We can't allow the, the, the ignorance to keep pouring into our community. People got shorties telling you it's it's okay to, like even even in a drug game, like run off on the plug. What? You lost your mind. These people are crazy, right? But going back before I go on a rant or a tangent is that, you know, we we have this survivor's guilt. This is like the constant. It's easy. To just hide in plain sight, get your money, lay low, and live a life. But you, 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 deep down, there's something that 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 we yearn for as a community to get it right, collectively, because we know that this is us and our natural essence is that we are supposed to be a collective unit, a unified unit. But unfortunately, I I haven't experienced ever living. And a society where we were one unit. I only can look to the past of like, you know, the 1960s and um, history books. But I do I do want to say to um, Nipsey Hussle's family. Um, his brother, his wife, his children, um, his father. Uh, thank you for 
allowing us to experience um, your son, your your uh, your husband, your brother, and sharing, having him share him to the world, right? Because he he truly did. Um, he was doing God's work, and he truly did um, do God's work when he was here, and. Um, it's a marathon. This is Cotton in the Rocket Chip. Peace.